This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. One of my favorite bands, Ventura Highway here. Been a great show already. Judge Napolitano, Bill O'Reilly, Bodito still to come. All-time Ranger, great number 10. Ron Duguay, Rangers and Devils. Game two coming up in Newark later on tonight. My Rangers got the easy road win in game one. Game two tonight, Ron Duguay will join us at 940. So last week, Jesse Waters, after seeing Brian Kilmeade's ratings go through the roof, Every time he puts me on One Nation, Fox News, Saturday nights, that's true, by the way. Jesse uh, put me on and got great ratings. I'm going to be back every month with Jesse. But I was in the green room waiting, and I saw an old friend of mine named Cat Timp. Now, many years ago, there was a show on Fox News, and um, it was on at 5 o'clock every weekday afternoon. It had Eric Bowling, my old friend Ebony K. Williams, and Cat. What the hell was the name of that show with an E? I forgot already. But me and Bernie were on a bunch of times, including the very last episode ever. So I got to know Kat Temple a little bit. But I haven't seen Kat in many, many years. She was in the green room with me last week, and she told me about her new book. You can't joke about that. By the way, since then, I've seen this book everywhere. New York Post, Gutfeld's tweeting about it. Everybody loves this book. It was the Fox News Specialist. That's right, the the Specialist. That's right. So here's what it says. Uh... Kat says we've created all the wrong rules. We push ourselves into unnecessary conflicts when we should feel like we're all in this together. Talking about stuff you shouldn't talk about. She knows or shows us we can find healing through humor regarding things you probably don't want to bring up in polite conversation like traumatic breakups, cancer, being broke, Dave Chappelle, rape jokes, aging, uh, all kinds of <laughs> religion, body image, dead mothers, you name it. And you know me, and I believe the reason why this show does so well triples the ratings of every other radio show in town, triples all of them, all the biggest names I triple them, is because I subscribe to the same theory. So here she is, the author of You Can't Joke About That, Fox News star, Kat Timp. Kat, good morning. How are you, sweetheart? Good morning. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Good to have you on. Good to see you last week. And uh, since I've seen you... I saw a story about your book in the New York Post this weekend, which you did Instagram about. And everybody's mm-hmm. talking about the book, so early returns are. Your book is doing great. Yeah, it's uh, it's doing amazing. I mean, it's it's number one on Amazon and Barnes & Noble right now. And, you know, I'm, I'm really, really happy about that. Obviously, you want your book to sell well. But also, I think that what I'm writing about is just so important because – it's almost like we can't really talk to each other anymore. If there's maybe one thing you disagree with someone about, then you write that entire person off as a human being. Or they say one wrong thing, you write them off as a human being. And we're all complex creatures. 
And I think that speech, you know, there, there's a lot of the narrative of, you know, you can say whatever you want, no matter how offensive it is. And that's totally true. I completely subscribe to that. But also that ignores the way it can bring people together, right? Because if we can't express ourselves, then we never will really know how much we do have in common. You are a comedian by trade. Uh, and when I mm-hmm. saw you in the green room last week, I said, so is Joy Behar. And uh, Joy Behar mm-hmm. is a big star. She gets millions of viewers every day, makes a lot of money. To me, she's the angriest, nastiest, least funny person I've ever seen. And it's not just because she's a Democrat and she hates Trump and I love Trump. I have a bunch of reasons for that. So really, you guys come from the same mold, yet I find her to be really nasty and you to be refreshing. Why is that? That is so interesting because um, I actually haven't talked about this yet, but I, I did write about The View, actually, and Joy Behar in my book. In regards to Norm McDonald's appearances on The View and how seeing two appearances, you know, from one and, you know, when right after Bush won the election and then one, you know, right after he had this controversy surrounding talking about Louis C.K. and all that. And, you know, when you watch that one that kind of resurfaced after Norm died and he's talking about how we need to get the, the murderers out of the White House and, oh, of course, like Bill Clinton murdered a guy. It's a matter of record. And she's laughing, you know, yeah. she's laughing. She yeah. gets, she gets it right. Yeah. Cause Norm is one of my all time favorites. I love Norm he loves to yeah. bomb. Yeah. You love to bomb. Yeah. Like and by the way, it, it, said, it wasn't just yeah. one, it wasn't just one guy. It wasn't just Vincent Forster, maybe a hundred people, but fine. Go ahead. He, he, he said, I thought it was a matter of record. He's laughing. Yeah. Could you imagine if, if, if he, he were to go on that show and do that now, they would be calling for like a federal investigation <laughs> into Norm McDonald. <laughs> So I think I don't I think it's 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 a lot of people have I mean Joy it looks like used to get it right and I feel like things have changed so much and people are so afraid and I really want that to change for the sake of everybody I mean everyone's laughing as Norm's saying this and that you can't even imagine that happening now no you can't and look I, I'm uh, actually very lucky because I work for a single proprietor. I work for a guy named John Katsimatidis, and John allows Sid to be Sid. So I get away with stuff here, Kat, that, quite frankly, you couldn't do at Fox News. Other people couldn't do at CBS or NBC. So I come off as a tough guy, but the truth is I've got the right owner. But there are so many people that want to say the things that I say that agree with me, and the same with you, but they just can't because these companies, quite frankly, Kat Timp, are a bunch of pussies. Uh, yeah, I agree. And I think that I, I write an apology chapter, a chapter about apologies, too. And I think that if you're sorry, you, you should say so. But if you're not, don't, because it's totally we're creating a standard that none of us actually agree with, because when we apologize for things we're not really sorry for, I'm talking about, you know, not like apologizing to your wife. Do you have an easy night? I'm talking about like <laughs> companies and people, you know, who are famous celebrities apologizing when they don't really feel like they did anything wrong. Because now we're creating these rules that none of us actually believe in. And also, when someone really is sorry, nobody really wants to listen to the apology because we're so oversaturated with them. And um, in my book, I mean, the book is not. It, I, I, I didn't. I wrote everything I wanted to, and I had nobody tell me that I couldn't say this or that. So I am very grateful for that because there's absolutely nothing that I don't touch on in this book. 
With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYC. The book is You Can't Joke About That. Kat Kemp, who's on with me right now. And again, I mentioned some of these things. I mean, rape jokes and all that type of thing. Some are, are, are really right now. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. But uh, is there anything you, you found out if you wrote it as great it is that you left out that maybe you did want to discuss? Oh, my God. I forgot about that one. It's so offensive, but I forgot about it. See, I, I didn't because I, I actually think that everything I write about applies to absolutely everything. And I think that the standard is backwards that, you know, if something is really tragic, you can't joke about it. I think the more tragic something is, the more important it is that you need to joke about yeah, it. Yeah, but I here's mean, the thing. But, but, write, but, yeah. but people will tell you, when is the time appropriate? Um, again, I am like you. You know, somebody dies yeah. and, and right away, when it, you, it could be four months down the road and somebody's going to go, Oh, my God, too soon. I hate those two words, oh. too soon. Right? You oh, hate yeah. those words, right? You hate that. Oh, absolutely. My mom, I, my mom, you know, I read about her dying in, in the book. And as she was dying, she was joking about it. So it's like I kind of learned from that as well. Um, I, I think, you know, I write about different things that have happened to me that have been horrible. I, had a, uh, I almost died in 2020 in a medical situation. I write all about it. But a lot of the jokes that are in my book, are jokes that I was telling people at the time. So I, I, there's also research that shows that you know people who are terminally ill, they rank comedy over solemnity as being a better approach to talking to them. And some of them even rated it higher than pain relief. Hmm. So basically, everybody says you know you can't you you know time you have to wait time except for like people who are actually going through these things and the experts who study these people. And I wonder if we're going back closer to the other way. You know, there was a time, for example, Kat, when I started doing radio in 2000 in New York, I was on the I Miss show. And some of the stuff that me and Bernard and I Miss and those guys said, uh, you could never, ever, ever air today. Not in a million years. Mm -hmm. And it got really, really sanitary. But now, like I said, the show that I do here, I'm not afraid to say some crazy stuff. And now you've written a book like this, which is fearless. Do you feel like... Maybe, just maybe, people have had enough of this political correctness, and maybe we're heading back in the other direction, maybe? You know, I'm, I don't know, but I sure hope so. Because, um, and not just for the sake of, you know, oh, I want to say whatever I want, but because we're never going to be able to understand each other if we can't express ourselves to each other. Um, there's no hope of that. And if I think any conversation that is well-intentioned should be encouraged. How much fun do you have doing the Greg Gutfeld show? I have a lot of fun. Yeah, yes. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? Nothing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you have a lot of fun. Okay. And, you know, he pretty much lets it fly. I mean, it's it's a late night show, so he pretty much lets it fly, yes? Yeah, he absolutely does, and, and he's been just unbelievably supportive of, of me and this book as well. Um, he, he, he definitely does. I mean, 
uh, I'm very, very grateful to to work in an environment like that. For you sure. know, what's funny about you is, you know, Fox, Fox News, and you know, I'm very, very tight with Brian. Brian Kilmeade. I've been on the show a bunch of times. You saw me do Jesse Waters last week. I still, Fox News is still my favorite. But uh, some of the real conservatives complain. Oh my God, uh, Harold Ford Jr. and Donna Brazile mm-hmm. and Eric Swalwell mm-hmm. and and even you, Kat. I mean, you're a libertarian. You're, you're, you're anything right. but. You're not a conservative. Uh, no. But but you don't have any issues working over there, right? It's great. I absolutely don't, and that's you know so many people can complain, right? Because I'm I'm not a conservative. I'm a libertarian. Conservatives want too much government for me. Basically, is my one complaint. Right. Um. And but you know what? I also just I have friends who are conservative. I have friends who are Republicans. I have friends who are liberals. I have friends because you you can talk to people and find out you have certain things in common. And you know if I only talk to people with the same political views as I do, like I wouldn't. All those people are like living in the woods with an arsenal of weapons. Like they don't, yeah. they're not in normal society. <laughs> so like I wouldn't have anybody to talk to. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, and I think that it's you know uh, there can be people who are you know oh it's, she's not conservative enough blah blah blah. But then there's also people on the left who say oh she works at Fox that's everything I need to know about her and they won't speak to me at all. Right, right, of course. So. Now you're friends with everybody. I mean you're uh, real housewives. In fact, as we speak. Three blocks away from the plush studios I'm talking to you from right now at the Palace Hotel, the Real Housewives of New Jersey are getting ready to tape the reunion special, which will air on the Bravo channel coming up in about a month. But on the way out, Cat Tim, for folks who are going to buy this book, you can't joke about that. You want them to get what from this great book? I want you to learn about how you can connect with others, and heal within yourself by laughing at all the stuff you're not supposed to laugh at. All right. I love it. Kat, thank you so much. It was great seeing you last week. Best of luck with the you book. Too. Continued success. I hope I see you again very soon. Thank you. Thank you. Same to you. All right. Kat Tim, right here. Once again, the book is You Can't Joke About That. Go out and buy it today.